0: Smell the inside of your nose, everybody. It's show number nine. How's everybody doing? You're a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI or with any technology or anything else. You are uniqueness. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you and you see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying so hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you are a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs or your traditions or your tribes, you are the value in this economy and you are seen. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you create. If you're working a job and you are homeless or houseless and you have to live in shelters or cars, this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized and you're not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose. Then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because it's so hard to believe it. Then I exhale and I step outside and make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I am an empiricist. Things are what they are. That's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Oh, so thank you so much for uh for checking in with me today. It is a very short podcast today, hopefully meaningful for you. Yesterday was one of those very what efficacious. Uh, shows where we talked about why aliens avoid us. Why do aliens avoid us? But today is different. Today's subject is a lot more practical. um, But we are going to get into the subconscious mind. And it's kind of like a part two of last week's podcast, where I talked about solving problems with your subconscious mind, how to put your subconscious mind to work for you to solve problems. So this could be like a building on that kind of thing. And I just want to say thank you to the people who've been downloading my podcast. I know that a lot of them, based on my little analytics readout that I get, are on the East Coast. That means that these really early morning podcasts, you really appreciate them. I would love to hear a comment from you where you're from and like where you listen if you listen in your house or in your car on your way to work. I would also like you to share this podcast with people that you know out through across the country because the whole idea is to have it start really early in the morning on the East Coast and then just work across the country as the day goes along. So that's kind of the goal um, here and you know when you're trying to meet a goal Sometimes things don't, the vehicle that you're in isn't as important as meeting the actual goal. That's what we're talking about today. How doors open, doors close, and then doors open, different doors open. You know, sometimes you're looking for a job or you are looking for a contract opportunity in business. And you see the door open and you're so excited and you go in there with all of the gusto you can and you put your best foot forward and you get the disappointment of not getting the contract or not getting the job and the door closes. If you're not paying attention, you're not going to see that even though that door closed, another one may have opened up. Okay, so we're going to try to figure out how to make sure that we keep stay aware and that when a door closes that's no need to be pessimistic that could be the that could actually be the opportunity so the point is that the vehicle is not as important as the destination and right now what's going to happen is i'm going to place an ad right here in the future when i say the word mark okay yeah that's what's going to happen I don't know how it's going to happen, but an ad is going to go right there someday when I have enough viewers. I don't know how I'm going to reach all those viewers, but eventually that is going to happen. And I know that. So here is the thing. You don't want to miss out a goal by focusing too much on how you thought you were supposed to meet that goal. You don't want to limit yourself to a method that you thought you were going to use. The vehicle that you use to meet your destination is not as important as the destination. So here, let me give you, um, an example of that. Um, let's say you're like I said before the ad, you're trying to get a job or you're trying to get a contract. Okay. And, and you're all ready to go and you do the meeting and the meeting goes well. And then you find out that you're disappointed, that they don't want to have you hired or they don't want to give you the contract. Now, you're going to maintain a good relationship with them because you don't want to close that door all the way. You want to always keep your best foot forward, keep your foot in that door. You say, thank you for talking to me. That was a great meeting. It was a great interview. Um, I hope you'll keep my information close by in case you need it. And then um, if you know anybody else in the industry who could use my services, I hope you'll pass my information along to them, you know, and then maybe do a follow-up call a couple days later, you know, but now when you leave the meeting or when you get that news, it's time for you to open your eyes and open your mind because the door, that door closed, but another door might be opening and you've got to be, you've got to be ready for it. And there are so many examples like that in life. And I know, I know you know this. And I know that you've had situations like that where, well, I didn't get to do this thing, but I got to do this other thing. You know, that happens. And if you're not aware, if you're not keeping your mind open at the right time, you've got to do that. You got to peel into your subconscious mind and look for the... Look for the thing that you didn't notice. So maybe you leave the job interview and you don't get the job. On your way out the door, immediately start opening your eyes and look around. Start looking around. Start looking down the street where you from where you are. See if there's other, any other businesses right close by that you need to get in while your mind is still fresh and while everything is still fresh on your mind. Don't let that disappointment set in. Just keep your mind open. So that when the new situation arises, you'll see it. Because if you're not looking for it, you won't see it. It's just like the last the podcast from last week where I talked about the subconscious mind and how you can embed questions into your subconscious mind and it will find answers for you. It's just like that. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example from my life. When I was a young dude, I was in my early 20s. And I had this opportunity to go to a school on a partial scholarship to play baseball. And I knew that what I needed was to get so many innings in at that level so that I could get evaluated for the Major League Baseball system. They weren't going to evaluate me until I had some more experience. They wanted to see some more experience because I had to come back from an injury and they wanted to see me play some more innings. Okay, so this school offered me a partial scholarship. I went to the school... And after a semester, the people at that school had decided that I wasn't a good fit for their school and they rescinded my scholarships. And apparently I learned later that there was somebody working behind the scenes to try to get those scholarships away from me and to give them to somebody else. So that was part of it too. There was something political going on. So that wasn't a very professional situation in the first place. And ultimately I wasn't missing much. But I go to my Christmas break, I learn the unfortunate news that I'm not going to be able to get those scholarships, even though I'd been going to the school for a a semester already, and they had made the promise of all of that, and I had to go back to the school and pack my things and figure out my next direction in life, and it was devastating, so I had to go back there, I was all embarrassed, I'm packing up my stuff, I'm packing my cars, I've got a few days. I don't have to leave right away. I'm making phone calls to some local teams, seeing if I can go try out somewhere because it was out of state from where I was from, seeing if there's some other teams. Again, looking, trying to keep my eyes open, looking for the opportunities. And I'm packing up my stuff. And I had been a really good ball player in high school and I had scouts talking to me. You know, I was in the high percentile. I could put my bat, you know, on the real... Hard thrown cheese, like up around 100 miles an hour. I could, you know, I could put my bat on those when I was like 16, 17 years old. So that gets a lot of attention when you're that age and you can do that. So I'm packing up my stuff and I get a phone call. And apparently, because of the phone calls that I had made, my name got shuffled around and somebody from a completely different team that I didn't know anything about who had scouted me when I was in high school recognized my name. Learned that I was back in the game again. And three days later, I was playing on an instructional system team in the Major League Baseball Association. Three days later, which was a complete and total bump from like this class three or I don't remember what they called it. It was like there's class one, class two, class three. And then it's the step below that one. That's where I would have been playing. It wasn't even as good as like a community college or a two years college it was like low so I'm immediately bumped way up into a realm of playing where I was really allowed to to play to the level that I could play at with other players who were as talented or more talented than I was and I could really test my metal and find out what I could do and get evaluated and I played 80 games in 95 days and I got evaluated I mean they But I became such a much better player inside of two weeks. I was doing things I had only seen people do on TV. I was just uh, thrilled. And I was having such a good time and learning so much. And one of the things that happens is they evaluate you. And they determine like what your ability is going to be. And how you're going to be useful. If you're going to be able to be useful to the system. And I was you know, they do it three things. They, you're evaluated as a body or a brain or a body with a brain. I was evaluated and they determined that I was a brain. So what that means is I could stay in the game, but not as a player. Um, I had, you know, reached my ceiling of ability. And when I was out in the infield, cranking the infield with like the really good players, a couple of whom actually ended up becoming professionals in the MLB I was a tick behind them I knew I wasn't as good as they were and I couldn't catch up to them I could stay out there I wasn't getting hurt nobody was getting hurt but I was a tick behind them and it was quite uh, a revealing uh, eye-opening situation I could still hit with everybody else but on the field I was a tick behind so I was going to end up becoming a A trainer or a coach or a tutor or something like that. And like most guys who play hard and work for towards a goal their whole life. And what I decided to do was just walk away from the game. And most guys do that because it's hard to stay in there when you don't get to play. And that's your passion. It's hard to like, just be around the game and not be one of the players. That's a difficult thing for some guys. And that was a very difficult thing for me. So I just walked away from the game and went on and did other things in my life. But if I hadn't kept my mind open and stayed positive and started making those phone calls, that uh, that opportunity never would have shown up. Do you see the point I make him? So when a door opens, it might close and another door will open. It's not the vehicle that you use to get to the destination, it's getting to the destination. If you focus too much on the details of how you thought you were supposed to get somewhere and the details that you thought you were supposed to have don't work out, that's not failure because those are just details. That's not getting to the destination. Those are the details. The journey might be different than you thought it was going to be. That's all. So you don't panic. You smell the inside of your nose. Because the goal was clear. And the momentum behind you had been set in motion. And you had worked on your thing for 12 years. And you had the muscle memory. You were in the 96th percentile you, you of people in the world who have the f- fast enough reflexes to hit 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, and you spent 12 years learning how to swing, and as they say, it takes 10 years to learn how to swing and 10 pitches to find out if you're going to be a hitter. So you don't give up on those 12 years just because the details of getting to where you need to be to find out whether you're going to be a hitter are different than what you thought those details were going to be. You have faith in yourself. You have faith in your goals. You don't take your mind off of that goal. And you keep your eyes open for new vehicles, no matter what it is that you're doing. Okay, so thanks again. And um, I would like to hear comments. I would like to hear, see you subscribe to my Substack at. Substack.com slash at Commercial Herschel. Substack.com slash at Commercial Herschel. Or just whatever podcast app you're on. Just subscribe to it. And if you're one of those East Coasters who's been listening early in the morning, tell your friends out West. Tell your friends in the mountains time zone. Tell your friends in the central time zone. Tell your friends in the eastern time zone. I am building this business without blue it tube and without social media so any opportunities i can have to grow this podcast i'm taking them and i'm guess what i'm doing i'm keeping my eyes open for any new ways to build my business and i'm finding them i'm finding different publishing avenues that aren't really popular but that are still very interesting and that people are using And I'm going to be doing a post about those on Substack and I'll be putting that link in my podcast details for people so that they can see these new vehicles for populating and getting yourself, you know, propagated out there. Okay, so I would love to hear from you. You can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast if you want your comment to be read on my podcast and you go to com slash smallcast and you buy a comment from me for four bucks, I will read it on my show and one of the feedback shows. Okay, let's talk about very briefly again. I'm keeping my mind on my goal. I am not focusing too much on the details. I'm keeping my mind open for new opportunities and looking at different vehicles and I'm never um, seeing a closed door as a failure. And I don't know how I'm going to get the listeners I need to get in order to be able to place ads in these podcasts. But when that happens, that ad is going to go at this mark. Okay. Thank you again for listening. Um, Here is my question of the day for you. We always do a question after these little stories, little postulation, okay? And so here is my question. What will you do to keep yourself aware of new doors? What will you do to keep yourself aware of new doors? What kinds of things will you do? And I would love to hear about it. I hope that you'll go to substack.com forward slash at Commercial Herschel and leave me a comment at this post, at this podcast. You can leave comments at, at the end of my podcast. You can leave comments at buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. You can leave comments in the Rumble comment section because I would put videos at Rumble, I put videos at HowTube, and I put videos at Oh, it's called BitChute, and it's a Web3 one. They do, um, It's crypto-oriented. Okay, so those are the three places, and I found another one. Guess what? I found two more. One is called PublishOX, and the other one is a Web3 social media app that uses blockchain technology to do like a social media thing. So it's a minor one. It's brand new. There could be a big opportunity there. I'm not going to close that door. I'm going to keep it open. I'm going to grow this podcast. And I don't need blue tube, And I don't need censors, And I don't need these puerile, profane people telling me what it's okay for me to read. And what it's okay for me to see. And what it's okay for me to say. I'm a grown-up. I can make those decisions for myself. So thank you for so much for listening. I am looking forward to tomorrow's show. I don't even know, remember right now, what that is going to be. Let's look at it really quick and find out what tomorrow's show is going to be. Um it is going to be dreams, your writing and other clues. Um like how your dreams, how your writing and how other th- creative things that you do tell you how um to um do things, like help help you figure things out. All right, here is The closing of this show, it's the send-off. I do it the same every day, um, only different. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze out at the stars at night, when I look over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. Because every moment that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of our existence are so close, in proximity, that the whole thing is a singular event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. There are people who would say, that makes us insignificant. I strongly, very strongly disagree. The fact that we are improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. We are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole. Simultaneously, you are masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. I'd say that's rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context. The reality of our consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and usage of time in this three-dimensional plane and the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential in this cosmic expanse. It expands as as you are able to observe into the infinite universe I hope we can be here tomorrow you are rare you are not only a body you have radiance you radiate just because you can't see the light coming off of you doesn't mean it's not there you are a luminescent jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself you are significant beyond the perception of anyone else Shine on yourself. Shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me now. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.